everybody. Welcome back to the Bullhucker Podcast. I'm Moose Lundstrom. I'm Adam Vokey. And I'm Dancy Kudrin. And Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. 2023 is here. I hope your New Year was awesome. Hope your Christmas was awesome. Hope you had a great holidays, man. How about you guys? Yeah. I, I mean, I hope that for them, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, we had a good one. How yeah. about you guys? New Year's is tomorrow. We are, we're still recording this, obviously, before. Mm-hmm. But uh, Christmas, we're not hungover yet. Not yet. Well, I got to work, so I'm not going to get hungover. I'm, oh, boo! Uh, boo is no shit. You? <laughs> My Christmas was good. Yeah. Yeah. Santa show up? Um. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> got a few things. Yeah, he did. Will he bring you anything? He cool? did. Um. No, we did this thing now where we draw names, so it's not like totally overboard. Because and you have crazy. the biggest family alive. We yeah. do. Yeah. We do. Yeah. And it's just—it's too much. It's too expensive. So. Who drew you? Um. Who? Cabri. You want to hear the funniest though? No, I, I hate funny stories. Yeah, I know you do. Okay, never mind. <laughs> no, go ahead, I'm going to tell Adam in his ear. Yeah, go ahead. Um. Rick and Carrie got each other. <laughs> <laughs> No, they did. Yes, they did. <laughs> I can't make this shit up. Yeah. <laughs> they swap stories. That's what I like. <laughs> did they ask for a redraw? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Just talk shit about me. So, yeah. Santa showed up, got me underwear and socks again. Pretty amazing. Ooh. It's creepy as shit. That old man knows what I wear. I mean, so he's obviously that crystal ball works. He's yep. the he is watching. Yeah, In yeah. your stocking? No, it, it, they wrap it up. They, you, okay. I come from a low-income family. It's horrible. So. Does your mom get you gifts? Like, do you guys go and do that? Can I Can I be honest with you? Yes. I have a sneaky suspicion she's Santa Claus. <gasps> I think this. No. I think these, the underwear and the socks are, uh, yeah, I think that. I, I, Dude, I think that's creepier, knowing what, your mom knowing what you wear than yeah, Santa. I mean, you know what I'm saying? She guesses pretty well. I don't know. I mean, if they turn out to be sexy underwear, I'm going to be a no, little bit weirded out. I can show you right now. Here's Just the deal. When I, uh, <laughs> when I bend over, you can see my crack in my underwear. So she just had to get behind me and actually look when I bend over <laughs> to see see the tag. That's what she had to see. Like, okay. Oh, Jesus, Laura. It's going on a diet. So. It's a good mom gift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 40, 47 years running, you know. Heck so yeah. Good for and you, you. you just count on it, so you don't even buy him throughout yeah, the year. Yeah, she's like, what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, what do you ask? What do you, what do you? <laughs> I could tell you, but I know what you're going to get. <laughs> yeah, whatever's on sale at Walmart, I don't give a shit. You know? Sadly, nobody sees him ever, mom but me. So, you know, <laughs> 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 it's awful. So, uh, if you're wondering what we're doing, this isn't a regular podcast. We're actually doing our favorite stories of 2022. We are. Uh, yeah. So we've all picked out two, and there's actually an extra story. I, I reached out to some people who watched the podcast and asked them. So uh, next week uh, for part two, uh, Tish, Tish Perez, mm-hmm. the, you, the, you dog to the hug, uh, gave me one of her favorite stories. I still feel bad about that. And my mom picked us favorite stories. Oh, so, good. Because she watches these always, so she always comments on the thing and everything. So uh, we're going to do seven stories a day, our favorites. And this is tough, and I – I like I like doing this end of the year thing, but it's so hard to pick just two stories. Well, you really got to go back and like go through all of them, right. and that's a lot. And they're all great. The, Everybody has great stories. I I, uh, I switched to the last moment. I had one picked out, and as oh. I'm doing the uh, the tallying on everything that happened this year, um, I kept I came across one. I was like, oh, I forgot about this one because I've edited all these. Oh yeah, um, we've had 48 episodes this year out of the 52 years. Wow, uh, 52 years. 52 weeks. Sorry, 52 <laughs> weeks, my bad. Uh, 52 weeks, 48 episodes. Uh, one was a Halloween special, so that took it down one. Oh. We missed the first year or week of uh, 2022. We took it off last year, uh, not this year. And then we had the two uh, best of 2021. Oh. So there were 48 episodes re- uh, recorded. Uh, the thing I do want to say right now, we changed this year. 
And this is the first time we made it the full year. Right. I was going to say that. Yeah. You mm-hmm. did the damn thing this yeah, year. Right. And it's, it's, I'm pretty proud of that. I thank mm-hmm. you guys so much. Uh, part two is going to have Jen and Matt on here so I can thank them as well. But I, I appreciate you guys helping me with this. And I know I'm a pain in the ass a lot with this, but <laughs> I am. I am. It's uh, fun. It's it, fun. It is fun. Yeah. And it's been a good time. And I, there are a lot of great stories. Uh, but the one thing I'm really liking is this year we actually branched out and started moving from business to business. I love that. Which right now we are at the Brush Emporium here in Brush, Colorado on Clayton Street. Um, if you're not familiar with it, they're they're going to, I think they said six months out, Adam, they're still working on yeah, it. Yeah, something like that. Uh, what the Brush Emporium is going to be is this great place where people who can't uh, have a business, but they want to they, they want to start a business, can't afford uh, a building because it's, it's super expensive to mm-hmm. buy real estate. Um, they're going to have basically, they're going to section this thing off and it's going to be, um, you can come rent a booth basically or rent a, a part of the building. Some square footage. Yeah, and you can um, start your own business here. You know what I mean? It'll be so like smart. A, like a little indoor mall. So mm-hmm. um, hope you, uh, they have a Facebook. And the pizzas and yep, soft gonna, survive screen. Yep, they're going to have oh, food sorry. here. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> easy for you to say. Um, but they're going to do all these great things. It's going to be very cool for Brush. And uh, I have a feeling that the Bullhucker podcast is going to be uh, doing quite a few episodes here. So Is it city owned? Uh, no, it's, no, it's uh, owned by a, a group of people. The, the, oh, okay. Downtown Part of the guys you order yeah. It's uh, Dana, Gilbert, Tom, and Dan are the main ones. So yeah, it's so smart. You know, in Fort Morgan, they've had that um, J.C. Penney building open forever. Oh, doing this? Well, no, no but they it's should. Like, oh, it's I see. Unoccupied. Oh. Yeah, it's just so. And it's got empty. a huge basement. It's got yeah, it's oh, a huge building. This is a great here. idea. Right. And some businesses, um, Allison Gorell wanted to start a business like candy and balloons and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I mean, to buy this building is just massive for a business like that. Or to keep up on the bills, too, yeah, like yeah, utilities. Yeah. But this is just too much building for her. You know what I mean? Like she, Because mm-hmm. there's nothing worse than walking into a business and it just being plain. Like there's right. not a lot of product in there. I mean, right. it is what it is. But, yeah, I mean, hopefully uh, this works. And uh, and if, when they do open it up, please come check it out. Please come support it. Because if you don't support small-time <coughs> business, it goes away. Yep. So, yep. And, uh, if, and if you hear anything in the background, they are currently working on the building. Right. while we're doing this right. i can hear a weed burner or something <laughs> going yeah. back there so yeah i a think weed we'll, burner hmm. <laughs> that's wrong, another business wrong kind of weed <laughs> yeah. so, so if we start giggling here that's uh <laughs> that's the deal that's what's going on there you can high as a motherfucker so. <laughs> uh we've actually uh jumped around so i'm gonna name the businesses on a big thank you to all these guys who have let us record inside their business and hopefully we've uh gained them some business uh, started, we started, the Gladiator Gym was actually the first one we ever did this at. It was uh, Josh Finley and Gage Stroh. Oh. This started off. Yeah, both excellent episodes. Uh, Rebel Girl Collectibles. We were all three for that one. Yep. Um, the Star was early on in the game. Mooselodge, the course. Thank you, Lance. Uh, Mooselodge, thank you, Mandy Phillips. Colorado Springs Wrestling. It was the Colorado Room, if you're familiar in Colorado Springs. It's a cool little venue. They have wrestling, concerts, everything else. Uh, thank you to them. Uh, I'm embarrassed. I probably should ask you this. Michael Bleka's business is known as? Uh, I think it's just Kinnon Entertainment. Kinnon Entertainment. Yeah, I wasn't uh-huh. sure, so if they renamed it, but Kinnon Entertainment down in downtown Fort Morgan. Thank you very much. That was actually cool. And that, that was like this. Mm-hmm. He was in the middle of, him and Chelsea were in the middle yep. of remodeling it and getting it ready for the business. So we got in there early. Thank you for that. Uh, the Brush Chamber of Commerce, obviously, we've been there a few times. Thank you, Matt Gordon. You're the greatest man. Uh, Country Road Vines and Wines, one of the funner places to go uh yeah we're gonna have to actually get back in there some more so and by far the nicest people to deal with ever agreed so yeah what's going on guys um deroche contractors you mm. and i did that one mm-hmm. and actually one of the uh stories from today comes from there yep yeah it was a good uh so thank you Lindsay, for helping us with that 
uh, the hall. The hall was fun. Uh, we did three podcasts down there, and Adam and I were 0 and 9. All three people kicked our ass at the hall. Well, you guys suck. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was so bad. It was so bad. Uh, the Addie's Bar in Stur- or, uh, Akron, Colorado. Sorry. Sorry. Akron, Colorado. If you've been down there, check it out. They do great lunches now. It's a patriotic bar. It's for veterans, basically. I love that. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Connie Ray, uh, who was one of the only... There's been five of us do the podcast all year, plus Michelle Staley and Connie did one apiece, but um, she's a veteran. And, oh, yeah, actually, nice. her, one of her stories made the second part of this. So um, thank you, Connie, Ray. You're the best. <clears throat> the Club Tap Room. We've done a ton at the Club Tap you Room. You have. It's been fun. I, I like the Strohs. I like I It was like good Christine for Kesta. your Halloween. It was good. Yeah. God, Christine did a good job with mm-hmm. that, didn't she? She it was did a lot do a good job. So uh, thank you so much, uh, Club Tap Room. Uh, Gemma's in Akron. Gemma's the, uh, it's the hotel on the... West part of town? East part of town. East, east side of town. And they got a little conference room in there. That's awesome. Oh, it's got nice. pool tables and stuff for kids. And if you want to have, like, parties whatever, uh, you can get that online for that. They're pretty great. Uh, Brush Art Center. We've done quite a few out with Robert Gifford. Thank you, Robert Gifford. Uh, such a cool little place, downtown Brush. Make sure you check them out. Show them some love. Uh, once again, you don't support these things. They go away. Uh, Brush Emporium, where we're sitting today. Uh, thank you. Uh, the four people I named earlier, you guys are all great. Um, City Barbershop. Right across the street. That yeah. we were, you and I were the first yeah. ones to do that one. So Carrie Anchor, one of my favorite people to be on this podcast and in general. She's great. And Big Johnson Construction. Yeah. Last but not least. Thank you, Whew. Adam, for That's a lot. Eighteen Good eight, job. eighteen places. So and wow. we, we're gonna do it again next year. I've had a lot of people say you should just be in one place, you know, and you should just come in here and do it. And I've had a few people and I I, I like doing this. It's kind of a pain in the ass. To, I was going to ask you, but then you wouldn't have to like take down, set up. True, true. But but then again, you don't get the the different backgrounds. Yeah, you don't get yeah. the different places. And and I do like to support small town business, and I do like to. I, I think it's cool if you, if you watch the videos, you actually get to watch and see where we're at. You know, mm-hmm. there's been a lot of cool, cool background. So, thank you to all those people. Um, do you want to start talking about podcasts now, or do you guys want to get started? Well, I don't statistics? know. I mean, what, what, do you have other things you want to say? Oh, I, <laughs> I, I just I do wanted to say, like, all the stuff that he listed is on the website. Yep. Um, click on the, as seen on the podcast. I was on the website earlier this week and clicked on there. That list is huge. Yeah. It's that plus, well, there's some other stuff on there, What's too. that plus if people have their side businesses right. or whatever. Yeah. I, I, if, if you're a... If you came on the podcast and you have your own business, we put a link to mm-hmm. that on there. We try to link up everything. So if you see if you, any, like Adam, thank you for saying that. If you get on the podcast, any anybody you see, if, if they're interesting to you or their business is interesting, get on the podcast, like he said, under the. Uh, as, as seen, seen on, on TV. Po- yep. <laughs> as, seen, <laughs> as seen on the YouTube TV. Um, all right. Well, you want to do the statistics after or before? Don't matter to me. Come at us. All right. Let's hear it. All right. Uh, statistics. Well, let's do the podcast first because we will get into it. So, um, we have seven great stories. Now these are our, I say our favorite, but man, I have some honorable mentions that didn't make the list. There's been some good ones. Um, I'll do my honorable mentions in part two since we'll do the statistics, statistics on this one. Um, but I think we picked some pretty good ones. So here we're going to have fun doing this one. Um, the first one, my mom picked one. I picked one person, Tish Perez, like I said, picked one last one or for next week. Mom picked this one. This one shocked me. Her favorite episode, her story was Flashing on I-80 by Lacey Storner, episode 72. <laughs> really? Right. So here we're going to go. We're going to go check this out and come yeah, back here. Moving my sister to um, Nebraska. We're coming home with a load. It's at midnight. My brother-in-law, Ben, he's sleeping in the back seat. 
well, we happened to pass this truck. And my sister, I told you, got transferred for Viero. And this is a Viero truck. And my sister's like, oh, I know them. I know them. So anyway, he's, like I said, been sleeping in the back. We're flying like 80 miles an hour to try to catch this Viero truck. It's midnight. We roll up on him and we see that there are two guys. So being the wild, crazy girl I was, I decide I'm going to flash them. <laughs> so we roll <laughs> up next to him, turn on the dome lights. I flash the two boys. <laughs> they swerve, almost wreck. Leslie slams on her brake. Ben wakes up in the back. He's pissed. <laughs> he is screaming at us. What, what are you two doing? Why are Lacey's boobs out? <laughs> <laughs> Why did I just see that? Oh, anyway, <laughs> we go home on Monday. Uh, my sister calls me and she's like, hey, I know somebody who wants to take you on a date. And I'm like, no, absolutely not. You set me up with guys who are married, guys who have, you know, girlfriends with meth. Like, I no, I don't want anything to do with your dating party. Well, anyway, she says to me, it's so cute. He thinks your name is Beth. And so I said, no, no. And he's like, she's, he's like, my sister says he's going to marry you. He says that he's going to fight for you and marry you. And I'm like, who is this guy? Right, right. And she's like, Justin Starner. And I was like, I don't know a Justin Starner. And she says, yes, the guy who answered the door at the girl's house. And I was like, oh, you're kidding me. <laughs> anyway, this was when text messaging was very first a thing. Okay. So I was like, all right, he can text me, but he can't call me. So he sent me a text 20 seconds later that said, what's up? So... Um, we talked all week long because I was on my way to Vail for a, a work conference. And when I got back, he was going to take me on a date on Friday. Well, I was supposed to call him when I got home because he lived an hour and a half away. So I get home, take a shower. I call him up thinking I've got an hour and a half to do my hair, do my makeup. Ten minutes later, he's knocking on my door. That shit was waiting at the Walmart parking lot for me to call him. So... <laughs> He comes in, he tells me I have to stay the night because he worked, you know, in Morgan the next day. And I was like, well, that's fine, but you got to sleep on the couch. So anyway, he stayed the night. He never left. We were engaged 18 days later. Wow. He was a stranger. I knew him from nothing. Engaged 18 days later. I said to him, did you ask my dad? Did you ask my dad if, if you can marry me? He hadn't even met my dad yet. So I made him go next door because my dad was next door and ask him. And my dad says, you guys have only been together like three weeks. And I was like, well, actually, that's 21 days. And we've only been together 18. And then we were married four months later. So that was uh, Lacey Starner, episode 72, flashing on I-80. Uh, that was The whole episode is pretty great. She's a good yeah. storyteller. She was she's, a good she's storyteller. A, that was a lot of Very fun. Very involved in it, and I right, love that. Yeah. Right. And that was actually one of my honorable mentions. I mean, it was by a hair. She didn't make this episode um, with the Johnny Peaches. But it was actually, it was actually uh, not Johnny Peaches. It was named Our Imaginary Characters Hereditary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so the, both were excellent. So thank you, Lacey Starner, for doing that. That was a lot of fun, especially with her sister Moon. She, yeah. Lacey goes off on like ADD squirrel shiny yeah. shit stuff. Like, that, that yeah. like she talks like a huge circle with five different offshoots that all. Yeah. Back right. to one it, eventually, you come back, but you're not sure when or how right. that's going to work out. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so do you remember when we did Dave Jorgensen, and he told stories, but in the end, you asked, is there anything you've ever come upon in your career of being a firefighter? And he told the most amazing story about the accident and yes, yes. save the gal and then the baby. <laughs> right. And we were both just like, why wasn't this a story? Right, right. Yeah. And, and, and it's funny, and, and I know people that come on this struggle with stories sometimes yeah. to think, and it's, everybody tells me the same things. Like, I don't think I have stories. 
I don't think I, I don't, I don't know if any of my stories are good. And it's the guys like Jerry Cage who, like, yeah. I had to talk into this, who come out and just knock it out of the park. Like, I rewatched his and laughed my ass off yeah. that damn story. You know? I know. I know. It's great. And he actually made the list today. But, mm-hmm. but Dave Jorgensen was an amazing story. And that's, I, I absolutely love stories like that. With Adam and I have the comedy background, people always try and do the funny stories. And some of them are great. And I love funny stories, you know. And mm-hmm. I've, I've laughed my ass off at a lot of things on this podcast. But I like when people talk about their pain or the crazy stuff, you know. And you just see that everything they've been through through life and then they've, you know, persevered and it's right. been better. Right. It, I, I like it, too. Right. And, I mean, Adam, did you catch that Dave Jorgensen one? I haven't yet, but I'll be listening to it this yeah. afternoon. I mean, so. it's, it's a story about firefighters and cops. The things they do, you know what I mean? Yeah. And there's a little boy who's alive because Dave Jorgensen thought to think twice. You know what yeah. I mean? Did, did his yeah. due diligence at an accident. So, and I, the the way I asked him was, is there anything soul crushing that you've ever, anything that's yes. ever ever touched your soul? And he then he went off on the story, and you were like, where the fuck was that? You know? <laughs> yeah. What? Right. What? You know who else did that though? Was your husband? Oh. <laughs> Jerry had, the goat. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. He did. All the stories are pretty good. But then the goat just knocked it out of the park. Like, <laughs> that makes my top five all time. That damn story. It's actually gonna be on my TikTok here pretty soon. So, oh God, I can't wait. I've been going through on TikTok and all the old episodes and picking parts out. Like Kelly, Kelly, uh, oh, home. No, the other Kelly, girl Kelly, Kelly uh, Pelton, Paris. Pelton. Oh, uh, her Angels Among Us story. I just put out. Oh so, yeah, such a great story. Anyway. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Lacey. So now let's have a little fun here. You guys have got four picked out. I got two. So it's uh, the stage in American World with Morgan. It was yours. You picked. Mm-hmm. Uh, yours was classroom uh, management mishap and collecting debt from friends. I want you two rock, paper, scissors. You can do four pump to see which one we go first. boy, let's go. Don't even look at me in the eye because it's going to be weird because you're going to psych me out. Quattro pumpo. Go ahead. Okay. Quattro pumpo. Dang it. <laughs> I, I think he kind of owns you on that for like the once or twice. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. It's so sad. <laughs> which, one you, which one do you want to do first? Adam, the classroom or the collector? Um, Let's go with the classroom. Okay. This one's uh, from Matt Baca, episode 59. So uh, here, here it is. This is uh, classroom management mishap. So I was uh, in my 20s. I got my master's. I was getting my master's in education. I lived in Albuquerque, New Mexico, which at the ho- at the time probably still is. And I don't like to bum like a lot of white people, you know, really hippie white people out, but cause they always like Santa Fe and Taos and stuff. But then when I tell them that Albuquerque once had the highest murder rate per capita in the U S it kind of bums them out anyway. So, uh, at the time I, I, my hair was very short. Uh, I wore, I wore sweater vests. I was, um, in the evenings I would take, I would do my master's classes in education. And during the day I would substitute teach. Well, Albuquerque had the largest, public school system in the nation at the time it had like 16 high schools alone just at denver public school and the crazy thing is you could substitute one day up at la cueva high school which is a bunch of rich white kids in the heights who would be doing coke with their parents and then other times you're like in the (laughs) war zone you know what i mean so i was just very idealistic and like almost like you know i'm hispanic but my mom's canadian so i'm not like full-on you know you know Latino, you know, Mexanadian, Mexanadian, Hispanic, you remember yeah, that? That's right, that's Hit right. the pinata on, you know, the NAFTA de Mayo, and then you get <laughs> Molson's. <laughs> um, you get Molson's. Anyway, so 
<laughs> but but I was buying into this. Uh, I don't know. I think I'm trying to work some bits on this with ho- my affinity to Hollywood. But everything's like a Hollywood movie to me. But I was just like, I want to reach, you know, these kids. Like even as a substitute teacher, you're only there a day. You give some kids some personal attention that they might not have gotten. Whatever. So I go in and I get West Mesa High School in Albuquerque. And so it's the opposite of those white kids doing cocaine. Right. And I walk in, sweater vest. I have a satchel. I don't know why I have a satchel. I don't know if I have lesson plans. Anyway, so I had to substitute teach a wood shop class. You just go in. And it's like, it's essentially like you die and you respawn somewhere in a video game. And that's just where they send you. You're doing calculus today. Hey, you're doing wood shop class. So I'm bright-eyed, bushy. I'm in my late 20s, and, and my whole life is in front of me. And I want to connect. It wasn't about entertaining kids. I just wanted to talk to them and, and whatever. So I walk in, and there's like, it looks like it. It just looks like a, a you know, just a combat situation. Like just <laughs> chairs are overturned. There's like crumpled up paper. I don't know why you have paper in a wood shop class. Maybe to trace the, you know, for the wood. I don't, I'm not like a wood shop expert. And that was when they had wood shop. Right. When you would have a wood shop teacher that would have missing like three fingers or whatever, <laughs> right. right? Was it the VC? No, it was a buzzsaw right over there. You know? So, was um, it the VC? Yeah, you know, were you Yakuza? No, it was that, that bandsaw. You you, know, so. you said that I, the first thing I thought was VC. I don't even know what tool that is. <laughs> right, right, right. I, yeah, I'm with you now. Yeah, His nickname gone. is Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I walk in and it's like, it's like it's just trashed, and uh, and it's all you know, it's all these really uh, I, pro- I could say Hispanic, Latino, Chicano, real dark skinned kids. Right. And I'm like, da, 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 da. and I got the lesson plans. And it's like, oh, uh, just wheel in the AV cart. You remember the AV cart? Of course. And just play Stargate SG-1 because <laughs> they're in the <laughs> middle of that. So you'll, they're halfway through. I'm like, oh, so it's woodshop class. You're looking at architecture from the future with right. Kurt Russell <laughs> and James Spader. With right, right. And, and it just didn't make sense. It was so weird. And so I wheel it out. And, you know, and there's a kid. And I just remember there's a kid like. He has glasses on. He's like reading his, he's like 80 or something. He's reading his paper, like the student news, West Mesa student newspaper, like who got shanked, you know, during the <laughs> lunch break or whatever. And he's sitting there and, um, and there was a, and I can't remember his name, but it was like, this is where the Hollywood thing comes together. Cause he was so cliche. Like you're talking about like Cholos and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I grew up in Southern New Mexico. Like we got like chased by, by Mexican gangbangers and cholos and, and they would mug us for our milk money and we'd have to convert it to pesos and then you know wire transfer it to a waka or whatever. It was just a, a real thing. And so I knew, but that was my thing. Like, oh, I know I know this world and blah, blah, blah. Well, th- I, and I was wearing like horn rim glasses. I mean, it was like the biggest like, but it was like that thing, like dangerous minds kind of thing. Right. And I don't know how I'm going to reach them while we're watching Stargate SG-1. It's really ridiculous. So there was some guy, I don't know, Tuco, let's call him Tuco. But, and he's like, Tuco, pre, you know, this is, this is his prequel. Tuco's, you know, his prequel to how he got there. But wife beater, and I know that's not politically correct, but that's what it is. It's just yeah. undershirt. I think he had a teardrop tattoo. I'm not sure. Shaved head. And um, I don't know. I'm like, they're not paying attention to the movie. And so, again, this is all about classroom management. And I'm like, hey guys, let's uh, you know, open hand gestures like I'm hostage negotiation. Like, hey, let's let's <laughs> calm it down. Like, blah blah blah. And the guy just starts 
interacting with me, this guy Tuco, and he's like, oh yeah, we, you know, I I forget what he said, but it escalated, and he was like, yeah, well your dad's your dad's gay, and your mom your mom likes to do other things, and she's gay too, and she, like he just started ramping it up. It was one of those things where, like, I usually have a pretty long fuse, like it, you know, it takes a lot to to get under my skin, and he just kept going. And, um, and I forget what he said, but I snapped. I, at one point I said, you know what? You're acting like a real dick. And the whole class, <laughs> like you could hear like the, the record. The record <laughs> and then it was like Stargate, like, like, you know, stopped, you know, got paused. No, but, but, but no, but before, cause there was all this paper and he, he went, and this is very like, have you ever seen blood in, blood out, like prisoners and they're spit, like spitting their loogies and stuff. And this kid just disrespectfully, he went and he spit this loogie like right in front of me. And I'm like, I look, you need to pick that up. And he goes, you know, not sachet because cholos don't sachet. But you know what I mean? But he gets up and he, go, and he takes one of the crumbled pieces of paper and he scoops it up. And he shoves it in my face with it like dripping, and oh, I was no, like, "Throw it, no. throw it away!" And he throws it away, and then I don't. And then that's when I said, "You know what? You're acting like a real dick." And that's when everyone, like, and this kid. So anyway, you got dick, and he goes, "What'd you say, say?" And I go, "You're acting like a real dick." <laughs> you know what I mean? And he goes, and I think he did like this, like where cholos or fighters would do that, where it just you just. Right, right, misses you. Yeah, and you can feel the hair, the stubble. They try, they, they may try to make you flinch a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he goes, uh, "I'll kick your ass, I say." And I was like, "I think I said like after school." I forget what I said. I'm stupid. <laughs> and he goes, "After school, I say." And I was like, "Orale." I don't know what I said. It was like James, almost, like James, James almost like just went off the rails. Like I'm gonna kick your ass after James Spader. <laughs> yeah, diffuses the nuclear weapon. He's like, Wait, I got James Spader mixed up with James almost. Sorry, guys. You know what? I'm gonna cut you. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna, they, they all cut. That's good. They all get up. Oh shit! It's a it's a line for being cut. So then he leaves, slams the door, and then this kid who's reading the paper, he goes, "You know, Mr. Baca." He's gonna kick your ass. <laughs> and he goes right back, to, <laughs> right back to reading his paper, and and uh, and the whole class is just like on edge, and uh, and I, and then I, you know, I was I was praying, and I felt like the Holy Spirit was like, "Dude, you need to find that guy and like apologize." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah," and and then it was like after one of the periods, maybe fifth period. He was hanging out there by the class, and I, I went out there, and I just apologized. I said, hey, Tuco, whatever. I'm, mm. I'm really sorry. It just it got me upset when you said my dad was gay and, you know, yeah. and glory holes and stuff like that. You know what <laughs> I mean? And he's like, and he didn't say, oh, I forgive you. But then we did, like, that cholo shake, and then we hugged. That was it. I got the hell out of school. I never went back. So that was uh, Matt Baca, one of our favorite comedians that's ever been out here, though. And he came out. Uh, why was he out here? He was speaking at MCC. Chloe, your daughter, uh -huh. called me and wanted to. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we hooked him up. Um, he's a great storyteller. He is. He's, yeah. he's awesome. Yes. Um, the one I would have picked, that's a great pick. I really did like all three of his stories were great. The drug story was good too, <laughs> about tripping on uh, the magic mushrooms yeah. or the, whatever he was on. <laughs> the girl that pees on him in the story—it's <laughs> it's fucking great, man. But such a great story. I totally had the one that he picked as the bullhucker. 
Which one? Uh, with Matt, the the classroom the, one. Oh yeah. Yeah, I thought it was the bullhucker. I was like. I don't know. There's no way that one's true. Right. Like, it was just so much. Right. And then right. when it ended up, I'm sorry, it was not true. So when it ended up being true, it was even better. Right. Even I was better. like, right. That's. Wow. How many so. times in this podcast have you guys been on here where um, the most outrageous story, you, you're like, no, dude. And you, there's been a few times. We'll get into that a little later. But great episode. Matt Walker, thank you so much for doing this, man. It, it was it was good to see Matt. Yeah, it was good. Since we have that such a history time. with that guy. So, uh, hope you're doing well, Matt Walker. I love you, buddy. All right. So, Dense, uh, so, so I'll go with you now. Okay. Let's do, uh, I'll do four pumps since, since Rock, you're here. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Got All it. Right, okay. <gasps> Got it. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Put that in your stack. <laughs> you. All right. Uh, the stage and American Wolf Morgan. Well, so I picked two cage stories because the cage brothers are just so funny. They talk so much shit about each other and I'm here for it because you know they love each other, right. but the whole time they just talk shit. And so I love that. Which one do you want to hear first? Um, I I think I'm going to go with American Werewolf. American Werewolf. Yeah. What was that the name? American was Werewolf American. and Morgan. Yep. Werewolf in London. Yes. Morgan. I'm sorry. <laughs> in London. I said how it's really supposed to be. Right. It's in brush. Right. And that was episode 76. This is Sherman, Sherman Cage. So here American we go. Werewolf and, and Morgan. So it was probably around late fall, early winter. So September, October-ish. And I had I had my Jeep and I was coming back from brush. Um, I was dating a girl in brush at the time. And so I was on my way back from brush. It was probably midnight, 1130. Didn't have my top on my Jeep. I'm just cruising, having a good time. So that big turn right between Dodd Bridge and Barlow Road, that last big Mm -hmm. turn. Mm -hmm. And so I'm sitting there and I'm driving. I'm just cruising along. There's really not a whole lot of traffic. So I see this other car pulled over. And so I was like, I'll just pull over and help him. I pull over. And next thing you know, he's like, dude, you got to come look at this shit. And I'm like, come look at what? And so we step in front of his car, and no bullshit, man. There was this, there was this six foot seven, six foot eight, hairy ass werewolf looking. It looked like a, looked like a, looked like a wolf, but it was, but he, he had the extremities of a man. He had two legs and an arm, and arms. And I'm like, what in the fuck, man? This is crazy. Right. So I'm sitting there going, I'm like, I'm not gonna get too close because if this thing comes alive, man, we're both in trouble. Right. Right. <laughs> so. So I, I get back into my Jeep and I, we start to pull off and I go about maybe, maybe 20, 30 yards past it. And I look in my, my side mirrors and I see it get up. And so I pull my Jeep over and I look back and this thing jumps up on its feet, takes off running down those hills and then hauls ass into those trees. And then no bullet, it's, it was the craziest thing. And then the the bark or the howl, whatever the hell you want to call it. Oh, yeah. And then it just, and then it vanished. And so that guy, that guy was still there and he was like, did you just see what the hell I just saw? And I was like, yeah, man, I, see, I, I don't understand what the hell just happened, right. but this happened. And so it's kind of a short story, but, you know. yeah. and so every time I go past that turn now, I'm, I'm looking into that grove of trees over there by the river and I'm just like, hmm. son of a bitch, you gotta be in there, you know? And uh, so, was so then, it standing on two legs? 
it, when it got up, it was standing on two legs. And it ran away on two and legs. And it took off on two legs. And this thing had hair like yours, long hair, all over its body. Like and a Bigfoot. Like, like a Bigfoot. And it's like, or werewolf or whatever. It was just, like I said, it was just, I didn't get really get a good look at its face or what it was. It was just like, holy shit, the thing is, it's, huh. big, it's hairy. It's like, like I said, it was like six foot seven, six foot eight. It was huge. Wow. That probably weighed wild. like 380 pounds. The thing was just massive. And it was just laying there like it probably got hit or something. Right, you know? right, and right. So, so, yeah, so every time I take that turn now, and then there's been several times where I've walked the trail, you know, the nature trail. Right. And, and I get a little etched out around that area. Yeah, when we yeah. get deep into that area. So, yeah. It's... So that was Sherman Cage. And, that, dude, I picked that one for the bullhucker. I thought that for sure. I thought I caught him on something on that one. You did. When he said he was pulling off and the guy mm-hmm. um, said something to him after he pulled out. I can't remember exactly what it was, but that was actually a true story. But also, when you go back and look and watch it, it's crazy because he uh, – I don't know. Just look in his eye. You can tell he, he saw it. Like, Could you see like my face the whole time? I was yeah. just in it, and I'm <laughs> yeah. like, it's true. It's yeah. true. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a crazy. It's a crazy great story. I talk about it still a lot. Like really? when we're out like driving or something. Like we were coming back from Nebraska for Thanksgiving, right. and I told Carrie about it, and I said, it's true. Like what is it? So right. you just mind really wonders what was it? Right. 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 See, so, and I wasn't here for that one, but I listened to that episode. And I, I picked that one from a bullhucker. You did too? Did yeah. you really? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Because of the same reason that Larry did? I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I'm, You know how I walk that line between I don't believe in ghosts and blah, 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 but I believe in, I don't believe in Bigfoot. Right. I, I want him to be real. Let's put it that way. Right. Yeah. Right. And all that cryptozoology and skinwalkers and all that. So, but I was like, yeah, that, that wouldn't happen around here. I'm right. not saying it wouldn't happen somewhere else. I just think it would happen here. See, to me, it was like such a crazy story that if you're going to do a bullhucker and if you're like, yeah, so anyways, I was just sitting outside having a cigarette. Here comes an alien, probes me, and I'm like, whoa, what happened? You know, I'm in a Saturday Night Live skit. And I was like, okay. But to me, you could tell he was in it. Right. And he was like reliving it. And I was just, I was in it. I knew it. I was like, it's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. The alien, plus you tell him, like, I don't know about Earth customs. Here's, here's how we do it. First something goes in the butt, then we smoke the cigarette after, after the butt stuff's done. So, <laughs> but that was, a, it was a great story Sherman told. And he's a pretty good storyteller, too. And he's, he you know, is. It's, he uh, is. The Cage Bros, I work with Jerry. So, uh, they are, that's, just, yeah, they're great. Dude. I, I, I All in. And I, I just met Jerry when we started working. I mean, I met him before. Oh. I didn't get to know him, but I worked with Sherman. So mm-hmm. I kind of wonder what the bullshit was there. So, yeah. all right. So you guys got to pick uh, one of each. So I'm going to pick one now. Uh, I picked uh, two serious ones, two real serious ones. You like those. I do. I like mm-hmm. when people show, um, talk about their pain or, or the crazy mm-hmm. shit that happened to them. I love right. that. I think that's so great. Uh, so I'm gonna the first one I'm gonna pick is a real peanuts Christmas with Cruz Cruz, mm. uh, which is by the way his legal name. So crazy. So uh, you guys check this one out. Yeah. Yep. All right. Let's go. Let's check it out here. All right. Well, this one's kind of kind of a downer. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever had a, an, an, a parent that was addicted to a certain drug, and I mean just flat out hook like, line and sinker. I mean it was. No, I I, I mean. Alcoholism kind of runs in the family in certain times, but nothing, no, nothing hardcore like well, that. My real dad, my real dad, he was a heroin addict. Okay. And um, surviving him, and I say surviving him because you never knew what the hell was going on. It wasn't like, oh, you know, you can pick and you, can, like my kids to this day, they, they can read me. You know, they can see my habits, my the mm-hmm. things I do over and over and over. With my old man, you can do that. 
because who knows if it was up, down, or fucking. You have consistency. I I put out consistent. He right. he was consistently fucked up. Right, so, right, right. So here's a, um, like I said, surviving him. I'd get up in the mornings and just make sure everything was out of the way, getting out of the floor. My sister Maggie and my brother Felisa, uh, they would uh, they'd be playing around. They were younger than I was. Just uh, give me a rough age. I'm about eight around okay. this time, and um, just getting the stuff out of the way because all I know is that once I hear him say one curse word the whole day is going to be shit. Right. So, I, you know, getting up, making sure my brother and my sister were out of the way, making sure my mom wasn't crying again, and just getting everything out of the way, and just looking at this Christmas tree. It was awesome. Christmas tree, not not very big. Okay, it was in the corner. Maybe two or three presents underneath and that I can remember. When we went to decorate that tree, it was more like in lockdown, prison mode. Man, you, you we had dad's eyes on us and and he i don't know if you've ever seen anybody's eyes after they shoot up it's a weird fucking look i have not i've not done the uh i've never really been around so we're sitting here trying to decorate this tree when you have these eyes on you and you can tell he's doing it and then he has these little quirks this little you know that they do and shit that they pick up because they're screwing themselves those all them terms i learned later i just know you know i can remember them now um Something happened. We got done. We we're happy. We clapped, and it was—I think it was the clapping that set him off. That fucking flipped out. Went over, kicked us out of the way, and I'm not talking about just a shove here. No, it was a fucking boot to the ass, out of the way, and he grabs that tree and just throws the everything out, everything, throws it out in the fucking yard, and sits back down, turns TV on, like nothing happened. I was like, what the fuck? So, like I said. One little thing, you know. So we're all sitting there trying to figure out what we did wrong, and then as as we do, we start to lose focus on what we're thinking about. And me and my brother and sisters are playing. They end up being fighting and everything. I grab them. I hear a big ass slam of the door, and my mom right away closes and locks everything, locks everything, right. all the windows, everything. And starts crying, and we're all rubbing her back. All of a sudden, uh, she gets up says no no not this time goes outside and picks the biggest damn tumbleweed you can find i mean it was, well th- then again i was only you know short shit sure, too so the big sure. ass tumbleweed she brought it in and she started putting on the decorations that weren't breaking broken on it and we out and let me tell you man i had so much fun decorating that damn uh, tumbleweed yeah it was a neat christmas that's cool. All right, so that was Cruise Cruise, uh, a real Peanuts Christmas. Um, I got to be honest, when that one came, when he told that story, I just like said, whoa. Right? Yeah. We were both pretty much speechless after that one. We were like, mm-hmm. the other he's one. such an optimistic person, too. Right. Right. Like, and always bubbly and like full of life. So to know what he's been through and is still like that, yeah. it's pretty admirable. It, it says a lot about him. Mm-hmm. Um, it also made me love my mother a little more. Yeah, I bet. I, I mean,. I think we all three can uh, identify with the fact that when stuff like that comes up, you can't really identify with that story. I don't know if you guys can or not. Right. I cannot. Mm-mm. To have a parent that was that addicted to something that, you know what I mean? Right. I had a pretty great childhood. I really right. did. I can't, I can't complain. Right. You know? No, absolutely. It's, it's sad. <laughs> and then you just think, like, gosh, I feel so selfish here. We, did, we all just got done with Christmas and had great Christmas. But, you know, there's people that didn't right. and are living that life. And you just hope that those kids are as strong as Cruz is. Right. 
as being parents, do you guys ever worry about that kind of stuff? Like stuff you do to your kids and not know it? God, yes. Yeah, all the time. I mean, you don't know you're doing, obviously. You're not, you're, you're yeah. both good parents. I know you are, but is that a, is that a, is that a common? You know what? My kids say really fuck them up. <laughs> okay. I am not competitive, okay? Like, if we're did out. Did she say it out loud? I know. She did. I know. That's, I'm not. I'm, I'm really not. We got in, the bullhucker. In, in a sports sense. <laughs> yeah. Because it's just not my thing, right? Like, we we laugh when I watch football. I'm like, yay, sports. I'm just, I'm not competitive. <laughs> yay, sports ball. So I, I didn't realize it, but I do have a terrible habit when um, my kids are doing things. Like, one time Gage went out for track, and we were at the... Um, uh, here and brush and it was just hotter than hell out that day and he was like oh it's so hot and I was like do you want to quit because I won't be mad <laughs> all the time I and most parents are like kids. if you go out for sports you are not going to quit you're going to see this through uh-uh. I'm like if you want to <laughs> quit that's fine so apparently that has caused some stress in their life has it really <laughs> yeah. I, say, I wish you wouldn't have ever told us that that we could just quit things I'm like but you can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if things get hard, quit. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. What would those mama say? Oh, the fuck this rule? That's right, the yeah. fuck this rule. You know? <laughs> and then one time we pulled out one of the, like, our, my yearbook from high school. And you don't want to know what my senior quote was? <laughs> fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> if at first you don't succeed, try something else. <laughs> So apparently it's just like what a thing I do in life. Like, hey, fuck it. If it gets hard, quit. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the, the character you remind me of. Like, this is really hard. Let's get out of here. What is that? I'll, I'll remember and I'll, yeah. I'll bring it back up. So. so, yes, I do know that. And I've been called on it several times. <laughs> Couldn't you just be more supportive and just tell us to stick it out? Yeah, you know. but I don't, I mean, why? Yeah, here's the thing, Gage. Then I got to stick it out with you. <laughs> okay, exactly. Okay, okay, so... I've kind of had a taste of this. Yeah. Vince used to be my trainer. <laughs> and so I try to like lift some insane amount of weight. Like 10 times I get like four. She's uh, like, well, just grab something lighter. <laughs> okay. Well, why? Life is too short. And then she would call him, then she'd call him a drop set so I wouldn't feel like a loser. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. She's my trainer too for a while. And yeah. I didn't get any kind of shit like that. I, got I mean, you. like it ebb and flows, right? Yeah. Certain things were just like going to go balls to the wall, but yeah. then other times it's like, meh, it's hard. Fuck <laughs> <Like it. laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. I don't think that'd fly with my trainer now. Uh-uh. <laughs> Some people don't like it. Apparently, my kids don't either. Well, you know, at least you weren't doing heroin, which was the main <laughs> point here. So, you know what I'm saying? You should make your kids listen to that story and be like, I could have been shooting up, okay, and kicking your ass. Exactly. Mom, I can't get this bong delight. Well, then grab an edible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so with you. No, I'd be like, if it doesn't work, just quit. Yeah. Okay? yeah, yeah. It really applies great when it comes to drugs. Turn the stove off, loser. Come on, man. You, you make a shit junkie, boy. <laughs> okay. So that was... Um, a Real Penis Christmas, episode 77 with Chris. Chris, Chris, thank you for doing the podcast, man. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Good job. That's why we can't take you anywhere. Yeah. All right. You guys going to do the paper doctors one more time? Yeah, she can go with this. You just want to go? Ooh, okay. okay. So uh, your next one was, um, I got to be honest, I'm a little partial to this story. <laughs> I kind of recommended yeah. this one to you, yeah. you know? Um, so it's the stage with uh, Jerry Cage. Yep. So here we go. You guys, all right. Here it is. Here's the stage with Jerry Cage. Four years in the Marine Corps. Um, in 92, I was sent to Okinawa, Japan for a whole year, the whole year I was in Japan. Um, 
So in Japan, you got like, they say you become three things. You either become a Bible thumper, a muscle head, or an alcoholic. And uh, <laughs> I, I accomplished all three. So. Good job. Uh, yeah. I'm an overachiever. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering. Yes. Yes. But so everybody's always, you know, a bunch of 19-year-old guys, nobody around, no supervision, you know. So you're always looking for something to do. We had clubs. We had just, you know, so much to do. Japan is just actually a really, Okinawa, I should say, because um, I was only in mainland for a little while, but Okinawa itself, uh, just a little tiny island. Um, unbelievable things to do there. And uh, the stage is one of them. Um, so you've always heard about strip clubs. <laughs> you know, everybody talking about their strip club stories. <laughs> well, Japan says, uh, hold my beer. <laughs> um, so Hold on my beer. Hold my beer. <laughs> so the stage, you, uh, you initially buy a membership card. At the time, this is in 92, so it was 25 bucks. Um, so you go in. All your beer that you buy, and that's all you can buy, is out of a pot machine. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest place. But uh, so they import women from South America. Oh, yes. sex trafficking. Gosh dang. It's sex trafficking, <laughs> Jerry. Yeah. It just dawned on him you're right. Yeah, like, that is. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jerry My Cage, God. monster at large. Yes. Maybe they wanted to be that. Yeah. We wow. don't know. Yeah. Wow. Well, I well, I don't know if it's necessarily that because they got paid. Whatever. Really paid. well. Whatever makes you feel they, better, bro. They, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. The slaves well, back the, in plantation the, the, owner the, days the, were <laughs> imported here from Africa. That's no, Jerry. No. Anyway. I feel like they wanted to be there. I'll support yes, this. Yes, okay. Yes. Nice girls wanted to be there. Right. I, I stick with so, Monster, but go ahead. <laughs> so these girls would go there and they literally, there was this. So you had two entrances to the stage, and you had one on the right and one on the left. And of course, there was a round stage that you had here. And you had probably, I think there was like eight to 10 seats around the stage, or pervert row as, you know, most <laughs> torn. Pervert row. Yeah, the, as we call it. But then along the walls, there was more seating. And then behind here, there was even more seating, and it was just like fold-up chairs, you know, it wasn't like all fancy, you know, yeah. so. and uh, I shit you not, there would be families that would go to this place. Children? So, uh, I, like, I don't want, like, like, like teenagers, mom and dad and their <laughs> older teenagers. <laughs> yes. um, Japan's definitely different with uh, the whole sex thing. Um, so anyway, <laughs> You go into this place, and you obviously go to hit the pot machine, you know, get your beer, and uh, you sit there. Well, these women come out. They dance on this stage, and they strip down. And if you want to have sexual intercourse with this lady, you sit up on the stage. You kick your shoes off, sit up on the stage. Well, if there's more than one person... They have this big fuzzy die, and whoever rolls the high number gets to stay. 
<laughs> so if you win the number, yes, I know. So if you win the number, you, you get a stay. Then she comes back out. She literally undresses the person on the stage. Folds, I don't, I never understand the whole folding of the clothes, but she like folds the clothes, takes a, a condom, puts it on this guy, and the stage is like a lazy Susan. It has a turntable. <laughs> and so the whole stage rotates. The whole stage rotates. Okay. And he, this guy has three songs to finish what he needs to finish in front of everybody. Stop. Dead serious. What the fuck? Yes. He's yeah. got, uh, okay, I'm just going to, he's got a whoop. Yeah. Whoop and whoop in yeah. three songs. And oh. he's got three songs to complete. I'm going to need Stairway to Heaven, <laughs> American Pie. <laughs> uh, of my Pink Floyd. In, in, in a God of Vita, please. Yeah. <laughs> Four <Sorry>. hours later. <laughs> we got time, baby. He's in front of people? Uh, yes. Everybody's like sitting there. So we're literally like this away from this this person you know because there's maybe 10 oh, inches away <laughs> 10 inches a, away from where the turntable is you know like a little little bar or space there and um, <laughs> the best part is i'll get i had a lot of friends that were the black and they're getting up there and they're saying oh yeah wait you know i'm gonna you know yeah this big black guy i'm gonna tear it up and blah 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 and uh but before they do that, they have to hit the pop machine about <laughs> seven, eight times. And then, by then, they're having problems with their little soldier getting it. And so they're coming around. And don't get me wrong, some of them are pretty in, endowed. But if they can't uh, yeah. stand at attention, they're not going to get no. This uh -huh. doesn't happen. What so, does she so, do? She's so, just like, come on, oh, yeah. you can she, do it. She helps. She's over there. Work. She's doing her thing. Working. You, you have a too much soda. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're, they're Spanish. They're from South America. Oh. They're not from Japan. But uh, but as the table's coming around, and you can't be like loud and belligerent, you know. No. So it's really it's really quiet. It, I mean, it's so strange. No, I but get as, it. I mean, why would you in such a, a class joint? <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry, but the language has got to go. I mean, people are trying yeah. to hump up here on stage in front of people. All right. We're trying, to, we're trying to make a movie. My 14-year-old yeah. is trying to enjoy this. Yeah. Can we please watch the language? I forgot about the families yes. being there. So as these guys are coming around, you know, we're sitting there. And we, I mean, they're literally far away from that charcuterie board to me. And I'm like, <laughs> what happened, bro? You know, I thought you were going to tear that up. You know? <laughs> so you're like whispering to these people as they're coming around and going in a circle. <laughs> craziest thing and then there's even a halftime show so <laughs> half <-time> show. <laughs> yes it, oh yeah it keeps getting better so they have a mama son she's oriental and she actually has a little <laughs> totem pole dildo Aww. that uh she goes around to the guys that are sitting at the table just exclusively for them and they get to partake or you could do the change She'll take a penny, a quarter, a dime, nickel, Cheap. and uh, shake it around, and you guess whichever, you pick a coin, and she'll <laughs> spit it out. Wait, wait, yes. wait. Wait a minute. A magic trick. She takes all the change, puts it in there, and you're yes. like, I'll have a quarter, please. Yes. But maybe, ah, oh, it's a nickel. 
Is that but what it, we're saying? But it's never the nickel. It's whatever coin you pick. If you pick that what? coin, she will spit that coin into your hand. Okay, let's be honest. That takes skill. I never it's had a vagina. Very skill. But I would imagine <laughs> that I, I don't. Good for them. That is talent. <laughs> so, and then she would like blow kisses. And, I mean, just, I mean, it was just, uh, it was quite the experience. So. Am I just, I am what, blowing kisses? Like, what is that? Like. okay all right all right so that was jerry cage in the stage dude that love it uh that was right off the that was right out of the gate yes and that's the first time we were at country road vines and wines and we'd all got a little tipsy that night by the way you can tell but that was the beginning so we weren't too bad by then could you imagine if you told it at the end when we had some more yeah uh, the part where my favorite part of that podcast, that story, is where you call him out, Densia, on um, he's talking about the girls, and she's you're like, so the sex trafficking, and he's like, uh, 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 oh, and I'm like, yeah, well. Jerry, it's sex trafficking, because you can tell it just dawned on him. Like, had you brought that up to him at that stage? Uh, exactly. It's the early '90s. We didn't talk about that. Yeah, yet, yeah. Okay? Uh, yeah. yeah. I met his wife at Bobstock this year. Oh. Felicia, what's up, Felicia? And uh, it's funny that she was still mad about that story being she told. Was? She was. I don't think she dug that Stop. at all. Stop. Yeah, didn't like think it was don't funny. you dare tell the stage story. You know, and I don't know if they were together even then. Maybe they were since high school. I guess. Yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah, they probably were. They, they were together in high school. Uh huh. Well, yeah, they had their son in high school. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Yep. Jerry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Irresponsible. I just, I think it's so funny. And, you know, I t- talked about it in the podcast how my nephew, he went um, overseas while well, he was in the Navy. And it's super common over there, all of that stuff. But uh, in my mind, I always just go there and I picture it. And I'm just thinking of the pressure those people must be under mm-hmm. to do that, you know, in front of everybody. My dad. That's, that's a lot. My dad likes to tell sex Vietnam stories. <laughs> yeah, he's told me a few, and I go, I go dude, dude, dude. Stop. <laughs> You're my dad. <laughs> I don't want to know. Uh, they call me Papa San, bro. And yeah, yeah, it's a true story, yeah, guys. So Your dad's like, I like it when you call me Big Papa. Son. <laughs> yeah. You ever have the Oriental son? It's good. It's like, Dad, stop, Dad. Oh. So it's, but I think in the middle, I mean, Especially like in Vietnam. I mean, yeah, that's how they get that money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you call them out on it, the look on Jerry's yeah. face is like, oh shit, that's probably true. Like, well, now and, I feel like an asshole. Yeah, what did I contribute to? You know, yeah. later in that story, when they said that, when he said they got to go back home with like sixty grand, Tim was like, oh, so they got to go home? Well, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's probably legit. that's just they, being released from your captor. Is all that is exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then it was like the rainbow at the end of the story. Oh, she lived a happy life. Yeah. 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 Only a few diseases, money to take care of it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah. they put a condom on. That's true. That's she, true. She strapped it on them, dude. That takes a lot of courage. I couldn't do it, man. Not, you know? No. Yeah. 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 I don't even like the girl to be there to see it most of the time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Since she has to be. You know, I'm like, this is this show's not great, by the way. Lights off. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I'm going to make a lot of promises that I can't keep. Okay, just so you know, this is going to happen, you know. And it's over. Yeah, yeah. And I have some kind of weird sexual Tourette's. Like, I'm going to say some weird shit. I don't know where it comes from. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Sex with Big Papa, great assault. Okay? 
<laughs> You're not Papa San. No, I'm not Papa San. Yeah, that did it. Uh-uh. I'm Spawn of Papa San. <laughs> <laughs> I think I told you about this before, though, right? Remember, Mom told me that he came back and said that he had had a child over there. And I asked him about it. He's like, I never told her that. And I go, why would she lie to me about that? Like, right. So I don't think there's a chance I'm not the oldest. I'll just leave it there. <laughs> so, for, I really hope that happens for uh, you sometime in life. You meet. Did you, could you just see like a version of Larry, but like a different. Half the size. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah with a little bull haircut with full hair. And as I say, what the fuck? He goes, what the fuck? <laughs> We both say at the same time, you know. <laughs> That's horrible, man. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> you know, like on that uh, 23 and me, like everybody, like, oh, I don't know anybody named Jay. Hukong Chow. Brother. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I, mean I, like, hey, Dad, I got some bad news, man. God. Oh. <laughs> Good stuff. Please, Lord, let it happen. Is, Please. Or there is my, my Vietnamese twin <laughs> walking the jungles. <laughs> oh, Larry got the good life. <laughs> I see a bullhawker. <laughs> he look like you. <laughs> he he look just like you. <laughs> Why is your voice so funny in that? It's so good. Oh, God. Oh, shit. Thanks for being the racist, not Jerry, you bastard. Oh, God. All right. Okay. Oh, that was the stage. All right, Mr. Voki, your second story you picked. Uh, this one shocked me when it came out. Yeah, it, it did. And, uh, well, it's Ron Shaver, episode... 75. Um, we're going to watch it. I'll come back and tell you why it's shocking when it gets. So here's Ron Shaver. Uh, the story is uh, collecting debt from friends. So here we go. Uh, well, this was back. I grew up in San Diego. And uh, I had a guy that I went through high school with. He was a year behind me. Um, but he graduated. And his dad was a preacher. Kind of a, an odd family structure right uh, mark was one of those that a wheeler dealer and you always wondered uh, what his true motives were at times and he had come up and said oh he was doing just fantastic and about a month later i had ran across him i was i got transferred and was working up in riverside i came back down to san diego for long weekend and uh, we're sitting there talking and he says I really need to borrow some money Deb and I are having a tough time and you know I'm short on cash and my dad's got this big deal in the wind so 400 bucks seven late 70s was a chunk of change for for me yeah, with inflation now, that's a couple grand. Yeah, yeah. It, well, yeah. a couple tanks of gas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like like two. Yeah, yeah a couple. Yeah, well, <laughs> depends. mine's about 150 yeah. right now in right. my pickup. But, you know, I thought, okay, I'll, I'm, I like Deb, and Mark was an okay guy, son of a preacher. So I gave him the money, and uh, I went back. I came back from Riverside, and I had quit my job. And I was moving to Colorado with my my wife, and well, she was my girlfriend at the time, and uh, so 
I went to his house to pick up the money. He said he would have it. And as we were sitting there, shooting the breeze, having a beer, and all of a sudden somebody busted in the door and about five guys came in and stuck guns to our head. Oh my. Yeah, it was pretty traumatic. And uh, they pushed me into the one the first bathroom right off the living room and they had Mark going through all of his stuff in the house and wanting all this. Well, when they came out, they had a big bag of white powder. Oh, jeez. And it was crank. Not methamphetamine, whatever it was, but it was called crank at the time. And took my wallet, scammed it. I mean, they just flat-ass robbed us. Right. Uh, Mark, he jumps up, and he's all twitter-pated about it. Yeah. And, uh, we sat there, and he goes, well... I guess that's the end of your money. Uh, no. I mean, I, you can get the money, Mark. I'm yeah. leaving in a week. And uh, he just kind of put me off and put me off. And I'm, he had a garage full of three-wheelers and compressors. And, well, what he was doing was, you want some crank? Here you go. You can't pay. He would take all this merchandise in and he had a garage full of it right sell some of this stuff i'm out of here i'm leaving and that's I, that money was going to help me and donna get out of california to colorado right and uh he said all right well I, i'll have your money by wednesday so i go back over wednesday and he's giving me the him and ha and and, and that i I got pissed. I said, I know you've got the money here somewhere. You're just right. you're putting me off is what he was doing. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah he's playing so I get a big can of gasoline in there, a little three-gallon. I took it, and I swung it around in his garage all over the shit, just a little whirly bird. Yeah. And I said, Mark, I'm going to give you about five minutes to go in there and get me my $400 or I'm going to light this trail into your garage. Right. <laughs> so that was the last I've ever seen of him. But I did get my $400 That's good. back. That's good. Probably wasn't the most appropriate way. But All right. That was Ron Shaver. Uh, Badass. That was badass. <laughs> yeah. Here's what shocked me about it. Uh, Ron was the mayor yeah. from Fort Morgan in a long time. Uh, the city manager had quit. He left, Steve. You know, what's Ooh. up, Steve? And uh, so Ron was the interim city manager for a while he didn't find that out until the day of the podcast or the night before or something right it was like the night before yeah and he says listen guys i have uh i have to draw back on my stories i have to keep have it to tone it down a tone little. it down a little bit Stop. And then, and then, yeah, then he tells this story about trying to light a drug dealer on fire and i was like son of a bitch That's- wait so do you want us to post it like what <laughs> yeah. no he, yeah. he knew this yeah. before he told the story. This was him toning it down. <laughs> yeah, this is the edited toned oh, down, Ron. Ron, when you're done being mayor, come back and tell this I unedited one. Yeah. I think he is done. I think it's uh, they've hired somebody, but I mean, yeah, Ron, now I got to hear the toned up version. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Tell us everything. Well, I had to stab and fuck that same guy, but... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then I was on the run for six years. <laughs> But that ain't nothing. He's yeah. actually in witness protection <laughs> in Fort Morgan. Yeah. That's what, here's the deal. My name isn't Ron. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I was the guy. 
my wife tried to set me on fire for 400 bucks. That's how we met. It was magical. I tell you, magical. <laughs> like, that's a bitch I can't admire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's, uh, he was at the uh, CML, the city council stuff, and I ran into him, and he's going to come back. He, he's such a dude. Ron is such a good he dude. He is I, a good I, guy. I really liked Ron. I was happy when you picked that story. His yeah, wife is really fun, too, so you should have Donna. I met her. She has a business here in town somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. She's an insurance a, a, agent. A appraisal. Or? Okay, something. It's over yeah. here in the little white building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot about her. So I got to. By the way, if you do want to do the podcast, let me know or one of these two know. They'll they'll hunt me down, Jen or Matt or whoever. Uh, every day. It's getting to the point where every day someone brings this podcast up to me. Oh, so, good. Yeah. It's You're been, famous. I wouldn't say Just famous. Just like you always wanted. Yeah, well. Are you signing like girls' boobs now and stuff? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're like 90. <laughs> I thought you were Hong Dong Chow. You're not Hong Dong Chow, you son of a bitch. You're the cheap American knockoff, you fat boy. Oh, but, uh, but no, it's it's someone brings it up every day, and I think people want to do it, you know. And, uh-huh. and if you do want to do it, man, just let us know. And, and people are so you have to step outside your comfort zone to do this, right? I mean, how nervous were you two when you did it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I was nervous when I was sitting in the guest chair. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And you don't want to tell good stories, not boring right. stories, and right. but you don't know what to say. But that's our job to help them make it not boring if it right. is. But I, that's, I can think of maybe one or two over the course of this podcast that have, have not been, you know, to have right. that have been kind of like, oh, okay. You know, yeah. most yeah. 99% of everybody has came up. And they're your stories, man. Yep. So, yeah. It's your life. Yeah, absolutely. And, and follow Ron Shaver because those all three of his stories were pretty good, too. Uh, all good. in all, that was a great. And I didn't know him at all when we met. Oh, really? So that's one of my favorite things is when I don't know the person. And... So you kind of go into it blindly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I knew who he was, but I, I'd never met him. How did he, how so. did it work that he came on? Uh, Christine Casto, our podcast oh, pimp. That's a, yeah, okay. she is. Uh, and I'll tell you, we're going to do a, an honorable mention for you two uh, after this. But yeah, so Ron Shaver, that was a great podcast. We're going to have you back on one of these days, but for sure. Because like I said, I want to hear the ramped up version of your crazy shit. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, that was Collecting Deaths from Friends. So we have one more story for me. Um, this one, uh, was added last cause I forgot about it. We're oh, gonna do, you did? We're, this is the one you forgot about? We're going to do statistics. I'm going to name off how we've all guessed in our, our records and all that. And as I'm going through every podcast and I'm, I'm doing the little hash marks and, and figuring it out, this one came across and I was like, Oh, how did I forget about this story? Uh, this next story is, uh, from Alyssa Anderson. Uh, the story is, I told you she was evil from episode 73. So here, check it out. But then we'll come back and talk okay. about it. So uh, I was about 10 years old when my parents got divorced. Uh, my dad started dating our hairstylist. Nice. Yeah. Um, everything was going good. We went on a trip to Florida, went to Disney World. It was a big old happy new family. Nice. And uh, I noticed she's giving me some weird looks. What is this lady's problem? Like, every time I look at her, she's just evil eye. Was it your hair? I, well, she was my hair. Yeah, probably. Okay, maybe. Okay, yeah. all right. So, come back, and I'm telling my mom, you know, weird interactions on this trip. They end up getting married, like, two months later. After the wedding, we all go back home, and I'm down in my bedroom. And she comes down there, and she's like, I'm your mom now. You need to start calling me mom. Ugh. Like, we literally just left the wedding. Like, yeah, no, I have one mom. I want my mom only. Right. So, go home, tell my mom about that. And I'm like, I don't want to go over there anymore. And she's like, you're of age. You don't have to go over there. Called my dad, told him, I'm not coming over anymore. 
I don't like her. There's something weird. And he was like, well, I'm going to have to pick her over you. Cool. That's wow. Fine. So didn't talk to him for years until I got pregnant at 20 with my first daughter. And they contacted me and they were like, can we buy you some gifts for the baby? Sure. They spent all kinds of money, bought me all kinds of stuff. And they were like, we just want to be a part of the baby's life. All right. Well, we'll see how this goes. Right. So introduced him to the baby, let him see her. Well, then I noticed she was telling my daughter, you know, grandma loves you, blah, blah, blah. Well, you're not grandma. Right. So I expressed, please stop. She wouldn't. So stop talking to him again. Uh, my little sister got married a couple years ago, seven, eight years ago. Go to the wedding. My dad's part of the wedding. Uh, introduce him to my other daughter, but I didn't introduce him as grandpa or my dad or anything. Right. So uh, fast forward to a couple years ago and uh, get a phone call from my little sister. Doing school supply shopping with my oldest daughter. And it's a uh, dad just passed away. Oh, no, I'm sorry. And uh, he always had heart problems. He was a lineman and got shocked when he was younger. So oh. he's always had a bad heart. And she's sure. like, pretty sure he had a heart attack, fell, hit his head, and passed away. How many years ago was that? 2017. Oh, so pretty fresh. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, pretty upset about it. Go home, tell my husband. And my daughter's like, wait, you have a dad? My youngest one. I was right, like, yeah, right. you've met him before. I just never talked about him. Right, right. So uh, I'm sitting at a friend's house a couple days later, getting another phone call, and it's uh, it was murder. It was a homicide. Oh, my God. Like, How do we know that? And they were like, the coroner just went, opened the bag, and there's a bullet hole. It was murder. Oh, my gosh. Where where they, in the chest, or? Uh, one in the head, and then we later found out one in the back. Oh, my gosh. So uh, <clears throat> we... Uh, I go home, telling my husband and my kids, you know, this is what's going on. We go to the funeral. There's a couple people acting pretty weird, though. Tell my mom, stepmom did it. Watch her. So the whole family is watching my stepmom. <laughs> sure, shit, she's being really weird. Wow. Arguing with my little sister over the video montage they made because my mom's <clears throat> picture was in it, my picture was in it, causing a big old shit storm. Right, right. So everybody's just watching her. Even after the funeral, we know this lady did it. So, uh, come, this was in August on Elvis's, the day of his death that he was killed. Like the Elvis? Yeah. Okay. And my okay. dad was a huge Elvis fan. Oh, okay. Wow. Huge. Cool. So, leave the funeral, boom, my stepmom starts selling everything. Everything. My little sister goes over there and she's like, I just want his Harley. Oh, I already sold the Harley. Your dad sold it a couple months ago. My sister's like, What? It's like, yeah, he couldn't ride it anymore because of his heart. Harley's sure. gone. Sister thought it was a little weird. Told the cops, you know, he used to have this Harley. Well, everything out of the house gets sold. Everything. All his Elvis stuff. Like, my little sister has to break into the house to steal stuff. To have over dad's. Sure. So, uh, we get a call. And I want to say October. Kelly's been arrested for murder. That's the stepmom. Mm -hmm. Kelly. Shame on you, Kelly. Yes. And so, had your aunt. And your cousin has a warrant out for his arrest for murder. Wait, no. Let's take a step back now. <laughs> so, Kelly has one, and who else? Kelly has one. My stepmom, Kelly. Okay. My cousin, Kelly. He's a 
man. Okay. And then my dad's sister. So it's your actual cousin yeah. Kelly. It's yeah. not Kelly from her Kelly. Uh, both Kellys. She's Kelly, but yeah. it's your cousin so it from like, your mom's side. No, my cousin from my dad's That's side. Like, okay. His mom. Okay. Is my dad's sister. Okay. So. And then. Conf- yeah, confusing. My okay. stepmom, my dad's sister, and her son, my cousin. So, the, okay, there's warrants out for all of them. Yep. Okay. So the two get arrested, the two females, the guy's on the run. Uh, he's been in prison since I could remember, in and out, attempted murder, all kinds of <laughs> drugs, all right. kinds of stuff. So they uh, uh, end up putting out a bulletin for him. This is who we're looking for. My dad worked in Sterling Prison as a counselor there. And all kinds of people were showing up at the other bar here in town where I worked, telling me, you know, my right. dad was a great man. I can't believe this happened. Sure. We're talking. And uh, fast forward about a year, and we have court. My aunt rolls over on everybody and says, you know, this is what everybody's part in this was. <laughs> You're not my cousin. <laughs> she tells everything, so she pleads to 30 years for first-degree murder and conspiracy to commit first-degree murder. Oh, shit. And then her son, Kelly, uh, first-degree murder, conspiracy, he tells on himself, tells everything. Wow. Also, he doesn't get uh, death. He's he, facing the death penalty, so he spoke up, so he didn't receive death, just life. Right, right. So then here comes my stepmoms, and she's innocent. She didn't do anything. And it was a three-week trial of a lot of very interesting things, text messages, the whole planned-out murder. Right. Pictures. Um, apparently, uh, they'd been trying to poison my dad for a good year with his own heart meds. And it wasn't working out for him. He was tougher than they thought. Yeah. Good for him. And they they were told he only has a year or two to live by the doctors. (coughs) So uh, why they couldn't wait out is beyond, we don't even understand. But Right. So they do tell us everything. We're seeing pictures. My cousin laid in wait. My dad came home from work, shot him in the head. He was still alive. Fell down, shot him in the back. Oh, man. And I'm sorry, Alyssa. took off running with my dad's briefcase. And that briefcase is what put my stepmom in prison for the rest of her life. Had a check in it that he had text messaged her about. I have this paycheck in the bag. It's going to be on the kitchen table when you get home. Right. Uh, she took that check that was in his briefcase. He didn't even have a chance to set that paycheck on the kitchen table. Oh, wow. And she cashed it before she called the cops. And said she had found his body. Wow. All right. Yeah, that one was, I told you she was evil. Now, this one, I want to bring up this. As I'm editing him, I see all the raw footage from both our sides, right? And when she's telling us this story, honest to God, I'll have to get a shot of you and me. We're <laughs> dumbfounded. Like, <laughs> like, Adam's mouth is full, oh, gaped open. Man. He and, just has droll coming down. He can't even dude, swallow. My, my eyes are this big, and I'm just like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> I can't believe you told us that story. Uh, Alyssa Anderson, uh, first of all, massive props. Massive props for telling that. That's what a crazy story to tell. Mm-hmm. And such mm-hmm. a personal story. Such yeah. a, that's the thing about those stories, too, that you know they're true. Because sometimes they're just so crazy and so 
out there that it's like, why would somebody make that up? You know what right. I mean? And then like their body language and like yeah. you can see it in their eyes or their hearing their voice. That, you know, you it's, know it's, it's real. Like, yeah. You right. know it's real. And that she had to deal with that. A uh, quick side note. Uh, with the cruise crew story, mm-hmm. I remember telling him, like, if this is not a true story, I'm going to have Adam drag you out back and kick the shit out of you. Because that's. <laughs> I said that to you during your dad's story. Do you oh, remember that's that? Right, that's right. I was like in tears. And I'm like, if this is like false, I'm going to hate you because it's so much tugging at my heartstrings. Actually, that was the other one Tish picked to have on this podcast. Was yours? Yeah. Yeah. She picked two. I'm going to pick, take, put the other one on. So, mm-hmm. um, but the, the look on Adam's face and my face. I was just like, holy cow. And once again, I, I don't want to use the word great story because, I mean, what a lot of what a lot of pain comes along with that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And and, mm-hmm. and Alyssa Anders seems, seems to be very pretty tough. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, yeah. pretty thick hide. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, pretty, I mean, just, wow. I was just blown away with that story. So Alyssa Anderson, all I'm going to say is thank you for coming on and telling us that story. Yeah. You know, wow. That, that takes a lot of guts, a lot of courage. So mm-hmm. right. seven great yep. stories. I'm going to thank you stories. guys again for doing this with me. Thank you, you know? for hosting. You're doing yeah. so good. I'm yeah. so proud of you. Yeah. Well, and I'm, hundreds coming up, and I'll talk to you about what we're going to do. We got to get, get this Get drunk. Uh, get drunk. Well, you are going to get drunk. He keeps telling me. Man, Dins wants to get drunk. I don't know about doing that. <laughs> okay, we. Uh, I'm <laughs> growing up. I am f- almost 51 years old. I Fuck. can behave. <laughs> Fucking quit. Just quit. <laughs> <laughs> You've been wanting to get drunk on the podcast, or you're going to get drunk on the podcast. Right. It's right. going to be so much fun. Right. It's going to be fun, especially what I have planned. So, uh, but we'll get into that a little later. Um, okay. That's the 100th episode. This is episode 97. Really? Oh, 90, we're so close. 98 will be part two, and then. Uh, the guy we did up at the Hatchet House, uh, Ken. Ken will be yeah. 99, and then our 100th episode's coming up. So wow. we'll plan on when we're going to get together and do that here pretty okay. soon. Um, and it is exciting. It is. It is. Uh, Would you ever imagine? No. Because what number were you guys? You were 50. I was 50. I was he was 25. And you were 25. You were six? I don't remember. Yeah, something Did you like do that. it twice? No. Mm-mm. Just the once. Yeah, just the once. <clears throat> so, yeah. no, it's it's been fun. It's been, uh, this is a hobby. Everybody asks me, do you make money? No, I don't make any money at this. I don't plan to. But if you want a sponsor, <laughs> <laughs> I can make money. Yeah. I mean, I'm all uh, about Jack, that. You can pay me in bottles of Jack Daniels. <laughs> I mean, uh, so, all right, the statistics. So, all right. Uh, I got to be honest, these statistics, I was uh, shocked at a few of them. Absolutely shocked. Okay. So, uh, but I'm going to get into the fun part real quick. Um, we had 48 episodes, okay? I broke them down like this. Uh, 26 of them, 54% of them were an absolute tie. That means that one of us guessed right and one of us guessed wrong. Oh. So almost half the people only fooled one of us, right? Wow. Hall of Shame, six people this year got beat by both of us. Really? But and half of those stories were recorded at the hall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's a little asterisk next to that, and I'll explain why here in a minute. Uh, the Hall of Fame, 16 people beat both hosts this year. Oh, wow. Yep, 33%. 16? 16 of them. I was the first one to do it. I beat both of you. And I couldn't. I, I was pretty shocked you fell for that. Paula Keefe was the second. Mandy Phillips. Gina Phelps. Terry Barton Gregg. Matt Baca. Rob Gifford. Jimbo Lucas. Rick Stroh. Christine Casto. Ron Shaver. Uh, Mickey Heisler, Jordan Phelps, Patrick Heisler, Nathan Tyree, and Jake Spore all wow. beat both of us. And for winning, you get to come on again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hall of Fame, baby. Yeah. Um, Matt Matt Gordon, I counted twice that he changed his answer because I picked the one he wanted first. 
So he just spread it out so the host wouldn't beat us, or the guest oh, okay. wouldn't beat us, I think. So when I give you his record, it'd probably be two better. See, he said the right one first. Like, I think it's this one, but I'm going to go this one. Oh. So he changes. He changed it. So I think Matt, there should go be. go with your gut. Yeah, yeah. So he, uh, yeah, Matt. So Matt. <laughs> Matt. That's the fun one. We'll do that one last. Okay, records. Now, here's the fun. Dancy, you had the best record this year. Yes. Uh, get it. <laughs> I'm actually super impressed by the record you had this year. I was shocked. Really? I guess I won't quit. You have <laughs> <laughs> just quit. You sure? quit that shit. Densi, uh, you were on 12 episodes this year. Uh-huh. Would you care to guess your record out of 12? Well, since you're impressed, nine. Your record is nine and three. Hey! Wow. So you guessed right 75% of the time. That's how I am, you guys. Yeah, shut Always up. Always on. Just quit. <laughs> Here's where it gets shitty. Jen was number two at 40%. She's two and three. Uh, and that's number two. Oh. <laughs> I think I only got like three right all year. So you don't guys get too, suck. Don't get too generous, Alex. Okay, two. <laughs> uh, I was third. I was 18 and 29. <laughs> 38%. Sucking that ass. Matt was uh. in 12 episodes. Uh, uh 12 episodes he was four and eight. Oh but wow that, but that could have been very six and six because okay. there was two that i know he wanted to guess the same one i did but he kicked my ass in paper rock, rock, he didn't do it so he didn't do yeah. it so you're four and eight matt 33 percent um adam vokey oh god you're three I, and 15 <laughs> but there should be an asterisk next to Lacey's because when she was writing it on the board she's like did i spell that right and i heard her say that and i'm like I'm just going to look for the name of the story with the biggest word in it. Oh. And it was inherited. So oh. I went with that one. And I was right. <laughs> no, it was uh, flashing on 80 was one story. The other story was one word. And the one was, uh, is, is our imaginary friends hereditary? hereditary. Oh, and she's yeah. like, let me check the spelling on that. And we're like, oh. I'm like, hmm. well, I know which one it is. And I'm going with it because yeah. I've been you sucking do. ass this year. So you do, you yes, really do suck. I, sh- I, I do. I should okay. be two and whatever. <laughs> Don't quit. Hey, <laughs> Um, then says, kids, look, she's supporting me. She told me not to quit. Yeah. I mean, what makes you happy? What's Adam got that I don't got the kids say? <laughs> Poor stroke children. All right. Uh, paper, rock, scissors. Oh, God. All right. Died. This is where I'm going to suck. Mr. Matt Gordon is the king of this shit, dude. Is he? He's nine and three. 75% of the time he beat me. Really? For the Good. first for the first six, he beat me. I was six. He's Owen. I'm Owen six against that guy. First of the year, it's, I made finally a little bit of a comeback at the end and won three of them. <laughs> he, I mean, he kicked the shit out of me at rock, rock paper scissors. Number two is this guy. Oh, good job. Fifty one percent. I know, and because it's mostly against me, yeah. I lose every fucking time. I was twenty four and twenty three. Really? Forty eight episodes, but since I was episode fifty, I didn't rock paper scissors. So yeah, I could have very easily been fifty fifty, but. Nope, 24 and 23. I have the winning record also for the second year in a row. Only one. Dicks. Uh, Adam Vokey's <laughs> Adam number three, eight and ten. You were close, man. It was it's better than I thought I was. It was real close. So 44% of the time, you went at rock, paper, scissors. Dancia is in fourth place. <laughs> Not bad, though, Dancia. Five and seven. You're at 42%. Hola. So, yeah. But you also just did uh, 12 episodes. Adam's on 18. So, I mean... <laughs> It, Wait, so what, what about Jen? Jen is the very last with one in four. She's what? at 20%. Oh, she is down there. And Look at you doing the math. Yep, yep. And then Connie Ray had uh, guessed wrong on the episode, but one paper, rock, scissors. And Michelle Staley was the other one that just did one, and she 
guessed right on the episode and lost to Paper, Rock, Scissors. So that's those. Now, 48 episodes. 48 episodes <laughs> for Rock, I Paper, Scissors. I know where scissors. he's going with this. Now, we count every year. Four pumpers versus oh three God. pumpers. Oh Any guesses on what the split is from 48? Well, the way that you're gloating, I'm going to say three pumpers won. <laughs> Did they? I don't think so, because it's actually wrong. Three pump tw- oh. 28 to 20. Three pumpers. Three pumpers they at 28. win. And four pumpers were 20. Here's the crazy part. At one point in time, it was like 15 to 15. Really? And I was sweating it like, son of a bitch, not again. <laughs> not again, not again. But then at the end, it was like a, it was a run on three pumpers, man. So, really? so 28 to 20 for three pumpers, four pumpers. So, I didn't think there's that many people that are wrong. I know, right? Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, you think the number would be way, way less than 20. So, <laughs> <laughs> But we're going to come up with 2023, baby. So oh, here, goes, yeah. here goes the back-to-back championship. So, uh, <laughs> so are, last year, four pump won. Is that won, right? It won heavily, like. 27 to 14. Okay. So I think Moose is screening the guests. That's what oh, I was going to say, It's like, I want to I oh, be on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, are you a three-pumper or a four-pumper? I'm a four-pumper. Fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go whatever. on somebody so, else's. Here, here. here comes the hurt. Here comes the hurt. <laughs> hey, um, I'm, I'm good at making up excuses. I'm a Cowboys fan, for fuck's sake. I'm a Bronco fan. We don't make excuses. We just <laughs> fall on the mitt. We suck. Now it's... A beating. So, uh, this has been a great year for uh, the podcast. It has uh, been a good year. And you were on top of it too. What do like, you mean? Always like having episodes out. You oh, know, yeah. I, I think at one point we did it, and they were said, "Oh, will it come out in a week or two? And you're like, "No, I'm actually like two months ahead." Yes, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, so and people sweet. hate that, so I'm, I'm trying to find the sweet spot. You know what I mean? Oh. It's tough for people to wait because you want to see it. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? So right. it's I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But they're so it takes so much to edit these things. And also, if something happens or right, whatever, right. it's nice to, for you to have them. To, to back up, yeah, because right now uh, we're up against the wall again. So mm. I have two that we filmed at the, uh, the Hatchet House. Mm-hmm. They're coming out. Juan Ayel is coming out, and uh, Ken Ken's coming out. So, and then the your nieces are going to be on next. Um, Maddie and Allie Stroh. Oh, they together? Uh, no, no, oh, they're both oh, going to do cute. an episode. And one of their boyfriends, I think it's Allie's boyfriend, okay. is going to be on. So, and I have uh, people from Sterling. Uh, signed up to do it now, so nice. it'll be fun. Uh, Andy Rice is going to jump in and help me in Sterling. So, so you got to go there. Yeah, yeah, it's an old, an old face. Um, but I'll tell you, this is the first year. Also, we we branched out. Like Matt and I went to Colorado Springs for one. Yeah. To do all the wrestlers. That was kind of. I fun. was bummed. I wasn't able to make that. Uh, I was bummed you were too because you had that wrestling background. Yeah, I used to yeah. wrestle. So. But I mean, Matt was funny because Matt was so into it. You know what I mean? He's just <laughs> some weird kid befriended him in the audience. It was weird. I'm like, hey. I'm going to get a beard. Does your boyfriend want one? He's like, I don't know what this guy is. I I like my favorite story from that is that one of the guys, his story was just, I recently became a grandpa. That's Jimbo (laughs) Lucas. (laughs) And that's, you know, but to be fair, the guy, the two that are supposed to show up couldn't make it. So he just jumped on last second. Oh. Just so we could have two episodes, you know, because I'd have been pissed if we were doing one episode down there. (laughs) Um, But so anyway, we went down there. Akron jumped in with six people and all six in Akron were awesome. Mm. A couple of those are going to be uh, part two of this. So the honorable oh. mentions, uh, the one you and I did was Ty Davies. Oh. I had never met Ty before. Great guy. Um, super great guy. Mm-hmm. The story that it ended up being the bullhucker, but it was the one with the deaf kid. Oh, yes. Did you want to know one, Adam? 
I haven't listened to that one. Terry Davies did a pretty good job. He did a little about Peyton Manning and that, and then that was a third. Anyway, uh, it was great because it turned out to be his dad who did this. They were high school coaches playing the state championship game. We had a kid that would late hit people. You know, he was just an aggressive kid. So for the state championship, he had told the referee, like, hey, number 27 is mostly deaf. <laughs> Can't hear the whistle. <laughs> so this kid would pop somebody off the whistle, and, and the kid came back to me and goes, I don't know why the refs keep stopping me. Like, they kept grabbing, like, good job, 27. patting on back, good job, 27, good job. Like, he's like, oh, like he's a special kid. You know what I'm saying? Oh. So such a great story. It is a good one. Um, the next the other one we did, well, maybe I'll do it to Jen. It was Rick Stroh. I'll give him the shout-out with Jen because she was the one who did that one. And then uh, another story I really liked was Kelly Holm, Blue Dog. Blue Dog, yep. I really like that That's the story. most recent one. Did you listen to that I one? I don't think I've listened to that one yet. It's a prank he did on his friend. It was good. And Jake Spore, which was probably one of the funniest ones. I, I laughed. I have never laughed that much during a podcast ever. We giggled. It was actually the first one done here at the Emporium. Who is it? Jake Spore. Okay. He's the one that talks about, uh, and he even sent pictures of his Halloween costume, which made yep. me laugh even harder. But uh, <laughs> just funny, the Anne Frank story alone. Did you listen to that one? No, yet? I need to listen Jake to that Jake Spore. The irritating part about it is him and I and Adam giggle the whole time, <laughs> like little girls. Giggle, 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 giggle. Yeah. So, oh, such a, there's been some funny, funny episodes, man. And Jerry Cage is probably the other one that would made me laugh the hardest at this episode. So he's this, just he's, so animated, right? Right. And yeah. then we're drinking on top of it. Yeah. For that which, one. So yes, yes. Totally crazy, but we're already in an hour without putting in stories in. So um, I want to thank you guys again so much for helping thank out you. with us. Yeah. It's been, fun. it's been fun. I'm looking to, forward to a great 2023. Uh, a lot of people lined up. So, uh, and hopefully we get to bounce around to more businesses and we're going to try and bounce yeah. out of town a little more. Uh, we did a live one for the CML people from all over the Northeastern Colorado and people were super intrigued by this. Oh, I love it. So maybe some mayors of uh, towns out in Northeastern Colorado will be next and some council people and fun. start finding people in other towns. Maybe you guys will, you guys up for some traveling? Sure. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Let's do 60, it. 60,000 miles a year. What's another yeah, yeah. couple hundred? <laughs> Matt Gordon gets into the traveling too of people out of town. So it's fun. So guys, once again, thank you so much. Thank you. Hey, I'm Moose Lundstrom. I'm Adam Bokey. And I'm Densi Kudra. You guys have a great 2023. We'll catch you later. Mm-hmm.